the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central. Roger Franklin Williams. Friends, it's great to be with you on another wonderful Friday afternoon. This one's a little cloudy, but it's always great to get together with you on Friday afternoon. We have a great show for you and actually a special treat for the first half of the show. Chris Hart will be sticking around to join us on the first half of Blue Daughter Sports Central. Chris, thank you. Great to great to share uh, um, the show with you once again. I appreciate it, uh, Roger. I love listening to the show, and it's even funner to be on it. <laughs> now, before we go further, um, I want to get, tell you about our sponsors, and they, of course, the sponsors that make this program possible, and they, of course, are Florida Door Solutions, Community Health Centers of Central Florida, and, of course, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and BurnFatOrlando.com. In the Chris will be joining us in the first half of the show. I do want to let you know that, as Chris actually mentioned earlier on his program, uh, high school football season is literally right around the corner right now. In fact, all across Florida, and that's from Pensacola to Key West, high school football season kicks off next Friday night. Friday night lights. And, of course, uh, Popka Blue Daughters will be involved in that um, with the preseason classics. So, essentially, the first game... People will play. It's actually a preseason game, which essentially means it will not count towards the uh, standings. Um, but everything else is the same. The hoopla will will be broadcasting the Apopka versus Delan uh, preseason game from Roger Williams Field at Apopka. And but then the next week, the actual regular season kicks in, and that'll be a, we'll be in high school football in full swing. Well, let me let me ask you. I mean, Delan opening the season. It's a preseason game, but Delan that's. If I'm not mistaken, that high school's been around a long time. What kind of uh, uh, history do they have with the Blue Darters? Yes, some you know, similarities to Apopka. Now, of course, Apopka and Delane are very different communities. Sure. And, um, you know, back in the day, and that's, this is back when I was growing up, which is way back in the day, <laughs> you know, Delane was a lot bigger than Apopka. Right. Um, but um, but the similarities are uh, a, town, a, a school, you know, Community school, you know, the name of the town is on the name of the school, right? Yeah, and that's kind of a trend that kind of went away some decades ago. I think another one of those liberal type, you know, things that went away to try to make everything uh, generic instead of just for community. the record, I went to Winter Park High School, <laughs> right? Community identities, but <laughs> there you go. yeah, two community schools now very different communities, but but uh, schools that represent their their town basically, and. Uh, Deland has always had uh, good athletics. They're kind of more known for baseball. If you look I at the big say, picture, I thought their their ballywick was baseball, not football. But they've had their share of of, of good teams as well, and um, and and some of those are are, are in the, in most recent years. I do want to say, in the second half of our show, um, I will. I was fortunate in 2019 
thanks to our friend and Apopka Blue Darter great Sammy Smith, to um, record a, an interview with Bobby Bowden, Coach Bobby Bowden. Oh, wow. And we of actually have, passed away. have excerpts of that interview in the second half of awesome. our show. Awesome. Uh, and, of course, Sammy Smith was was participating in that show as, as my co-host. So, uh, friends, if you can stay with us uh, in the second half of the show, we'll uh, we'll hear from some vintage Bobby Bowden uh, you know, uh, um, quotes and, 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 and in, conversa- in conversation. And, and he was always interesting to listen to, not just the, the way he would talk, but, of course, the things that he would say. He was a very excellent coach, and then you get some great insights. But, listen, i got to ask you, like, the game against DeLand is a warm-up game. It's a preseason game, so it doesn't count toward the standings. Is that correct? Right. Let me just say one thing about that. It, it gets a little confusing, and because <laughs> different coaches handle it differently. You know, I, I think the spirit of it was a true practice game, kind of a practice game with uniforms and kind of get it, you know, like just give you a chance not to, up scrimmage sort yeah, of. not not to keep beating up on yourself, which right. you know, obviously kids get bored doing that, uh, um, you know, after a while. Some coaches play it like a regular season game; they play their starters the whole way. You know, um, it's gung ho. They get they get the teams pumped up. They go all out to win. Um, in fact, that coach Darlington. Handled it that way. Yeah, uh, yeah. Other coaches use it, um, you know, as like a training uh, situation. They play a lot of players, make sure they get the second team in there a lot, even the third team, even JV players. Take a look at their second team quarterback. You know, uh, try out some different schemes, some things they maybe not even uh, experiment uh, type of deal. So, and what happens <laughs> it, sometimes? It, it can get a little ugly because one coach and one team will be going all out while the other, the other one is doing the other. <laughs> well, the other team's got their JV on the field, sure, literally. So, um, so anyway, that's but you know that, that's just a little background on, and, and that's why the games don't don't count in the standings. Well, what do you think? Because uh, like I was listening to you last week. And I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I heard you say that Apopka has one of the toughest schedules you think in the state. Uh, so, uh, oh, yeah, what well, do you yeah, expect well, well, from without, Apopka this season? Well, without a doubt, and that's always a great thing for fans. And, and, and historically, we do play a tough schedule. I remember going back to when I, my in my days we played sure. a very tough schedule. Um, yeah, you had to play. You had to play against Larry Gurgley's Winter Park Wildcats, didn't you? Actually, we didn't we didn't play Winter Park back in those days. They oh, were they were too big for us back in those okay. days. Okay, yeah, because it was the biggest high school in Central Florida. Yeah, yeah. now the series goes back the the series of Winter Park goes back to 1933, but um, you know during my time you know it, it you know it, we didn't play them. I see. Um, but um, and, and and oh that's the schedule. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and it's a very interesting schedule. I mean, I don't want to leave anybody out, but. Um, you know, first game's on the road at Colonial. You know, Colonial, you know, that's a team that, you know, has really struggled for, for decades. Now, under the direction of Coach Donnie Hodges, uh, they actually had their first winning season in over 30 years. Last year. Two years ago. Two years ago, that's um, right. Yeah. But, I mean, but Apopka Pop- Pop- will be hev- heavily favored in that game, and yeah. uh, that'll be a road game at Colonial. Um, from there, Apopka, the, the, the home openers with West Orange, and you know that's a a, that's a, a rivalry that goes yeah. back to 1933, and in recent year, you know, um, last year Winter Park West Orange beat a Popka during the regular season. I know it's like they're right down the road type thing, right? Exactly. There's a lot of uh, shall we say energy involved in, in that particular series, and uh, you know, a lot of great games in the past, and um, you know th- that that'll really be promises to be a real bar burner. In fact, uh, the 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 new relative you know head coach and why it be new the second year now second year head coach. At West Orange, Mike Granado 
actually at one time was was an assistant coach at Apopka on Coach Rick Darlington's staff. So he's got his Apopka history, and he, he's an excellent young coach with a tremendous amount of energy and passion. And um, you know, I think one of his top priorities is, is to beat the Blue Darters. <laughs> Do you think that's going to be the toughest game in the season, or certainly and it's t- one of of many? Probably uh, follow that up uh, shortly thereafter with Doctor Phillips. Oh yeah, you know who's a state power and have yeah. been a state power for twenty twenty years at least. You know, they they won a state championship just a couple of years ago, and um, you know th- that's an always a tough game. In fact, you know that game rarely. Has has more than a seven point difference. Uh, a Popka versus Doctor Phillips. Yeah, and last year I think it was the Popka defense that rose up in that game, wasn't it? And and provided the victory, and as they did in a number of occasions right. last year. Uh, what are some of the other tough teams? That... Uh, later in the season, uh, we we traveled to Lakeland High School, which uh, literally is one of the top programs in the state for over the past hundred years. Uh, literally, no exaggeration. Right, uh, Coach Bill Castle has been the head coach there for over 40 years. And these, uh, um, they play a tough game, too, don't they? Uh, yeah, we. Um, uh, that's where Coach Rick Darlington I mean, actually physical, went to high school. Very physical game. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's an old-school coach, from what I understand, you know, back, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, I'll just leave it at that. Tough, tough, <laughs> yeah, tough, tough grueling, you know, uh, uh, situation. And uh, they're a very, very physical team, very talented team. And we, tra- we travel there to Bryant Stadium. And it's a long schedule too, isn't it? It's like twelve games, isn't it? If you include uh, the Deland game, well, we'll play actually ten actually, regular season the, games, and then, and then the regular right. season game. I mean, right. the preseason game, and there's a buy in there. Okay, so, so right. it's yeah, te- yeah, it's a quote unquote twelve week season, but we'll play eleven regular season, you know, ten regular season games. And this year, there's been some some turnover. Obviously, every year there's some turnover. But do you think that that, that Apopka is going to have the depth that it's had before? Um, defense should be very strong, um, and I'll, I'll you know, and I'll pick that up in just a second. I, I do, I do want to mention, talk about the schedule a little bit more because I don't oh, want anybody okay. to leave off. And right. uh, we will also play Edgewater again this year for the first time in several years. And you know, Edgewater is one of the top teams in the state. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah actually, said that about almost every team I've mentioned on the schedule, but, well, like but they, said, they, they made it to the state championship game. And that's been a, that's a program that has turned around over the last what six or eight years, hasn't it? Well, in, in Class Seven A, they made the state championship game the last two years, so that you know, yeah. speaks to the caliber of, of their program. Well, yeah, they, you know, uh, you know, the last time we played them, they were zero and ten, uh, but that was the year before Coach Cameron Duke took over, and Coach uh, Cameron Duke turned the program around uh, immediately. And um, won a district championship his, his very first season, and they've been you know competing for state championships yep. ever, ever since uh, that year. So that'll that'll be a very formidable uh, test. And I see you're playing my alma mater again, Winter Park. Now they they put a little hurting on. No, I'm, wait a moment. What am I saying? A Popka put a hurting on Winter Park last season, right in the playoffs. Yeah, that's we, right. Got up. That was a big upset. They were favored in the first round playoff game. Um, but then, of course, later we'll play. Um, I don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, well, you got Timber Creek, you got Lake Mary. Well, th- those are like other teams to, to, to watch, actually. Oh, I see other teams um, to watch. I got you. Um, but but uh, I do want to mention uh, uh, yeah, the, the district games are, are Evans, Okoy, Lake Brantley, and Ocala Westport. Uh, 
And you know, the Popka Lake Brantley series is a series that goes back to 1974, right? And that's been a uh, you know a, a, a just a, I think just an, an intense rivalry over the years in, in football and baseball and, and in all sports actually. And uh, Lake Brantley um, um, has, it promises to have have a have a strong season this season. Evans, you know, in recent years, as we all know, Evans is, has talent every year. They used to be a dominant program. Back in the eighties and nineties, oh, yeah. yep. mm-hmm. uh, have kind of fallen on hard times in terms of wins and losses recently. But um, they have a new head coach, Kennard Lang, who's a former Evans Trojan. Oh. In fact, he played for Evans back for Coach Bill Gurkey back when they were an elite program. Uh, yes, and, and then he went on to play for the Miami Hurricanes and played in the NFL. So, and and he had great success uh, as the head coach. He had success at the head coach at Wekiva and Jones High School. So, um, you know, under the leadership of a new coach, uh, and they went five and five last year. Yeah. So, um, you know, anyway, He's that, that problem, and, and that's a, as a district game as well. So, but it's time for us to take a quick break, friends. We'll we'll be right back with Blue Darter Sports Central. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. Hey, everyone, it's Pete Paquette visiting with Nikki Cook from Florida Door Solutions. Hey, Nikki, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Nikki, I'm doing great, thanks. There's a lot of things happening at Florida Door Solutions, including celebrating your 20-year anniversary, serving Central Florida with the best garage door repair and products ever. You're helping folks with repair and design installation. You've done some of the cool jobs here lately. Tell us a couple of them. Uh, most recently, we did the new Raptor ride at Universal, and then all of our guys got to ride it as a new ride, which was kind of fun. Nikki, tell our listeners about this unique showroom you've got. I think it's the only one in Central Florida like it. Yes, we do have a fully functional showroom or design center right here in Apopka. We can help you with your home, your business, whatever garage door you have or overhead door, we can help. So please stop by anytime. Um, We're at fladoor.com or 777 South Park Avenue. Thanks, Nikki. Serving Central Florida for over 20 years with the professional product, service, and installation they've become known for. Call Florida Door Solutions at 866-FLA-DOOR or go online to fladoor.com. It's a 20-year birthday celebration at Florida Door Solutions. Listen to this station for the Bible Answers Program, brought to you by the Dawn Bible Students Association. Questions designed to promote a better understanding of the scriptures of life, peace, and happiness. That's the Bible Answers Program. All new Sunday morning right here on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. Great to be with you, and we have a special guest joining us. Chris Hart is joining us, sticking around after his excellent American Adversaries program. And Chris, it's great to have you joining us on Blue Dart Sports Central tonight. Oh, I love it! I can't wait till next weekend though, or next Friday when you guys are over at the Blue Dart Field 
And be at Roger Williams Field. Yes, Roger Bob. Williams Field, that's right. And Broadcasting we, the preseason game versus DeLand. I, yeah. and, and I do want to r- let you know that uh, in the second half of our show, we will have uh, recorded interview segments from with an interview that I did along with Blue Darter great Sammy Smith in 2019 with co- coaching legend Bobby Bowden. I, I can't wait to hear that, yeah. You and know, I do want to I let you know before we go I've back. I've always been a Gator fan, but I always had a lot of respect and admiration for Bobby Bowden because everywhere he went, he was a successful coach. Yeah, tremendous. Did a phenomenal job at FSU and everywhere he went, really. But really, yeah. uh, it really doesn't hit you till you really reflect on the incredible job he did at FSU. You know, they were four and twenty nine in the three years prior pro- immediately to him, prior yeah. to him him going there. That's right. And then I think the first season he. Was like five and five. Was, it went five and six the first year, and got and, got it got it turned around, and, and uh, picked up season, what he had. Yeah, what they had there, and, and, and every season after that, they had a winning record while he was there. Yeah, so you have to admire that, even if you don't like the Seminoles. <laughs> but let me let me have. Uh, so, who else is on the schedule this year? Well, I do want to hit hit the district games, especially, and um, and of course, I don't want to neglect Wekai, but that that'll be actually the last game of the season. Now they have a new coach too, don't they? They have a new coach, yes, and you know they have, they've been winning, um, um, and of course they, they beat us last year in the regular season as well. So they've won two of the last three. We played them during regular season, so um, and and that's a, a rivalry with a lot of passion behind it, to, to say the least. Um, so that that obviously will be another tough game, uh, but a, the the district games, and let, I want to say a word about the district too, is that you know because of COVID, as we all know, everything changed and. Of course, that was by design. Sure. <laughs> without yeah. without getting off on that that topic, shall right. we say? And, yeah. Um, but you know, everything's changed because of COVID. One of the things that changed was the district format for high school football. Right. And the last actually two years, they've had dif- different formats for determining who makes the playoffs. So what's going to happen this year? And what this year it'll be another different format. Oh, so they're <laughs> not going back to the one two years ago? Yeah, I, I'm not an expert on it. I don't know all all the details. From what I understand. You, if you if you win your district, you will be in. Now there will be other ways to get in as well, right? Um, and I think that's back to the point system or whatever. But but the, you know the thing that everybody sh- should be focused on is if you district. just take care of business and win your district, you, you will get into the playoffs. And that's why the teams in, in your district are are, are so you know, important. And those teams for Apopka are Oak Hoy, once again. Uh, the, you know, it's a, a neighborhood rival. Rivalry, yeah. You know, they're just mm-hmm. a few miles away over on the on the south side. Um, been playing them forever. Um, all three versions of Okoy High School, and um, you know, they almost beat us last year. That was a fifteen to thirteen game. I know. It last was a, year, another defensive struggle for the yeah. So that'll be one we'll definitely uh, have to have at the top of our you know our priority list, and be, and, be, and we travel over there again this year too. So yeah, on the road, yep. Evans, who we talked about, is a district game, and that could be a real sleeper because that's one of those games, like I say, if if you're thinking, well, gee, they haven't been winning much lately, and you go over there with that attitude, you know, that you you, you could definitely easily be upset. Those teams that are turning around can be the most dangerous sometimes. Especially with Kennard Lang as the, the coach, coach now and, yeah. and all the talent that they always have every year anyway. Um, Ocala Westport is in the district, and, um, you know, uh, and so that'll be homecoming, and don't know a whole lot about them, but obviously they're a district game, so it's a very important right. game. Yep. And uh, we played Ocala Vanguard back back in my day. Of course, Ocala Vanguard's the, the school that Dante Culpepper went to. Um, not when I was playing, but um, you know that that just it's a point of reference for right. Ocala Vanguard. But yep. Yep. we're playing you know, Cal First Westport now. First NFL player drafted out of UCF, and then um, 
uh, we'll, fit, we'll play Lake Brantley on Thursday, October the 28th. And like I said, that's a, a rivalry that really doesn't need a whole lot of commentary. Very passionate lot, rivalry. And there could be, considering the place in the season, there could be a lot riding on that game. Absolutely. That, that's that's uh, the ninth regular season game, and, right. and, and that's a district game as well. All right. Well, what about, tell me a little bit about Coach Rolson. Now, he's had a, a season or two to get his feet under him here. Right. I get that question a lot. You know, and um, Coach Rolson, now he, he'll be entering his third season as head yep. coach at Apopka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously doing very well. Got to the state championship game his first year. Um, made it to the Final Four last, last season. Year. Yeah. With the tumultuous season that it was. Exactly. It had some upsets along the way during the playoffs. Yeah. Um, in fact, we avenged that. Regular season loss Lost. to West Orange was, right. was one of them. Yep. And coach, but but what people I don't think a lot of people don't might might not know is that he uh, was has a long history at Apopka. He was the longtime defensive coordinator for Coach Darlington. In fact, he joined Coach Darlington um, at least as far back as two, the year two thousand. And I, he may have even been on on the staff in 1999. Not sure the actual year that he came, but but it was at least by by the year 2000. So he's right, a got a 20 year history Popkin, with a yeah. Popkin. Now, when when Coach Darlington left uh, the first time to go to Dar- to Valdosta, Coach Rolson went with him to be his his defensive coordinator up there. And then when uh, Coach Darlington came back, uh, Coach Rolson eventually joined him back with us. And he along the way. He had a stint as the head coach at Kissimmee Osceola, and he took them to the state championship game. So he's got a tremendous lot of success, both as a as an assistant coach, defensive coordinator, and as a head coach. What about his assistants? Any new assistants this year? That, that uh... yeah, I'm not too sure about. You know, got some of the the the, the assistants that Coach Darlington had. Um, you know, Coach Coggle. Um, you know, Coach uh, Matt Anderson, the line, longtime line coach, um, yep. defensive line coach. Uh, but from what I understand, we do have a, a Popka does have a new offensive coordinator, um, and I'm not sure of his name, but um, you know he's you know apparently from what we saw in the in the uh, spring jamboree, he definitely put a put a positive stamp on things. You know, of course, considering that that's a, essentially a practice game. I do want to say one more thing about Coach Rolson is that he you know it, it's it's interesting because. You know, we know the success that Coach Rick Darlington had yep. for, for many, many years, you know, which includes uh, three three state championships. Championships and many straight trips there. Yep. And um, and it, it's interesting, the contrast between Coach Rolson and, and Coach Darlington in that they're both outstanding coaches. They both know the game of football. But first of all, personality-wise, <laughs> are polar opposites. And and the, and Coach Darlington was was widely acknowledged, and I would be one of the people you know, that would say this as an offensive genius. Right. Coach Rolton's specialty and forte is defense. Right. So you've got whereas you know you you've you've got continuity in the program, but you've also got a, a, a new leader who's who's much much different uh, than than the than the previous head coach. So the season starts next weekend, and it. Uh, Anything? Any surprises that we should be? You think might uh, pop up this year? Well, you know, um, that's a great question. You know, the off. Everybody wants to talk about the offense. Um, you know, Apopka's strength expects to be defense. We've got four players that are being highly recruited uh, on the defensive side of the ball by Division One schools. Two of them already committed. Nakai Martinez is committed to UCF. Yep, you had him on what a week or so ago. Yeah. Right, and. Yeah. Um, and Josiah Robinson has has uh, committed to Coastal Carolina. Right. Kevin Call, who's a junior, still being heavily recruited, and uh, um, Travian Barnes is still being heavily recruited. Um, 
so so we you know, we expect to to be strong on defense, especially seeing that's how Coach Rolson's you know forte any, anyway. Sure. Um, offense is a question mark, and Coach Rolson has has said even on this show, yep. he says so. That we're not giving away any secrets here, right? Um, that expect changes on the offense, and one of the changes would be to the incorporation of a, of a spread offense I formation. Was asking, do you think they're going to open it up a little bit, sort of? Yep, that, that's what that's what what they're they're saying, and we saw some of that in the in in the jamboree at, at Doctor Phillips. While while from understand not totally abandoning the, the single wing, and certainly not to, not abandoning the running game. They have the speed to do this. Oh, oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, certainly. So Rolson is uh, he's got he's got a, a a tough schedule ahead, but he's got a strong team that he's going to have to work with. Yeah, so the, the 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 defense should should be very strong. The defense should should you know theoretically put a popkin in, in in you know a situation to win literally every game. Um, you think we should? But, ex- but, but my 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 concern, if you will, is you know you don't want the offense to hurt the, to de- hurt the defense. You know, and what um, you don't want to see is, is a bunch of turnovers on our side of the field, a bunch of interceptions on our side of the field, that kind of thing. So, you know, the, the offense, you know, that the offense is a question mark. How are they going to make this transition to to incorporating a more of a passing game? How are they going to make this transition to incorporating the, the the spread offense? Well, you know, and that did happen last year on a couple of occasions, more than a couple of occasions, I think, where the offense sort of put the defense in a bad position, but the defense rose to the occasion. So you're right. They are solid on defense. You think we might see some trick plays? I, I suspect we will. You know, we just, we just don't um, – it'll, it'll be very interesting. Like I said, we've got the new, head, the new offensive coordinator, so there's no telling what, what he, he might come up with. Now, from the fans' perspective, I take it the stadium full occupancy, full capacity? Um, you know, as far as I know, um, but of course, as we we know, uh, you things know, are changing basically. Day things to are day. changing daily, and but right you know, now that is my understanding. Um, yeah, people in those kinds of decision making roles aren't don't always see things the way that we see things. So. Uh, that's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, but, but but I will say this: yeah, I mean, under under quote unquote normal circumstances, and sometimes I wonder if we'll ever have normal circumstances ever again. And I know that you know powerful people want us to never have normal circumstances once again. Again, that's a whole other right. topic for another show. But um, under quote-unquote normal circumstances, uh, Popka High School, Roger Williams Field, is known as one of the best Friday night atmospheres in, in the state of Florida. And you can hear it through the radio broadcast with you and Roger. I mean, you, I mean, you and Joe and Fred, Joe Ferrero, of course, and Fred Priest. Uh, you call an excellent game, and you really bring the excitement on, from the field through the through the radio to the it, listener. No, the, you've got the bands, the cheerleaders, a Popka Blue Order marching band. Is, is, is They've got their own, you know, 75 year legacy and tradition of excellence. So yeah. you've got, you know, the, the band is a huge part of the Friday night atmosphere. The cheerleaders yeah. are a huge part of the Friday night atmosphere. Alumni in, who come back are a huge part of the Friday night atmosphere. Former great players yeah. on the sidelines. It's not unusual to see uh, Warren Sapp or Sammy Smith or, or uh, Jeremy Gallon or, you know, one of the former great players in the history of the program right down there on the sidelines. It, Pop Warner players come and they wear their jerseys. Right. They're a big part of the Friday atmosphere. So it's just really a, um, you know, it's, it's a great uh, you know, old-fashioned Norman Roman Rockwell old-school Friday Night Lights kind of high school football atmosphere. And nowhere else can you get it but right here on AM nine fifty and FM ninety four point nine. I mean that literally. 
it, 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 that's a great point, Christian. The only high school football on the radio um, every Friday night in in this market, and 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 that's. You know why you need to listen, ladies and gentlemen. And, and I will say, that, and I do want to give a shout out and say uh, and thank you to all of the t- the fans of other schools who listen, that listen to our broadcast because oh, yeah. we have a substantial audience of of people who are fans and alumni of other schools. Uh, they listen to us because we're the only only game in town on I, the on the radio. I hear it when people come up to me, you know, and, and meet me. They go, you know, hey, you know, I'm not a Blue Darter fan, but I love listening to the games on Friday night. It's really exciting, and I can't wait till next Friday. And night. as you have said. Um, um, you know, we are the voice of the Apopka Blue Darters, and I'm an alumni, but we promote all high school football. You do. Um, you know, I do, and, and we do. We, we love high school football. So we, we have nothing but good things to say about any, any team. It's been a big part of this community, and we really do love it. Thank you, Roger, for letting me be on the show. I look forward to the interview. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Peters in Washington. The Taliban's lightning advance across Afghanistan has stirred fears that they will reimpose their extremely strict interpretation of Islam and all but eliminate women's rights. Before they were ousted by the U.S. invasion in 2001, the Taliban forbade girls in education and women the right to work and even refused to let them travel outside their homes without a male relative. They also stoned women accused of adultery. One Afghan woman says she fears that if the Taliban come to power again, quote, we will return back to the same dark days. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 15 points, the Nasdaq rose 6, the S&P 500 advancing by 7, and oil dropped 65 cents to close at $68.44 a barrel on the New York Mercantile Exchange. This is SRN Diabetes, news. high blood pressure, anxiety less. meds. Everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance to buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you all you need to do is call big lou at 800-555-2085 lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor call 800-555-2085 big lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford remember big lou's like you he's on meds too call 800-555-2085 800-555-2085 Worried about what you're breathing in? With each breath, allergens, germs, and viruses get trapped in your nose. Now there's a simple, easy, and effective way to clean your nose and protect your health. It's called Navage, available at navage.com. Hi, Steve Lash at Blue Book Service Center. Is your check engine light on? Get our computer diagnostic for only $25. Other places charge $100 or more. Not Blue Book Service Center. We're saving you money. Make your appointment now at bluebookcars.com or call 407-321-0741. Attention, type 1 diabetics. Your insurance may cover a new CGM monitoring device. Call U.S. Med right now for a free benefits check. 800-471-7065. That's 800-471-7065. 
Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Hi, this is Dennis Prager. I appreciate you listening to my show. Sebastian Gorka here. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. I'm excited to let you know how we can meet face-to-face. Meet your favorite program host and the Terrific Talkers VIP experience. Go to TheAnswerOrlando.com slash talker. TheAnswerOrlando.com slash talker. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back. Blue Darter Sports Central. Roger Franklin-Williams. It's great to be with you on a wonderful Friday evening. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you, and thank you for including us as your Friday as you wind down from a, another hardworking week and get ready to ease into the weekend, hopefully ease into the weekend. I want to thank Chris Hart for joining us for the first half of the show. It's always great to speak with Chris, both on and off the air. Also, before we go further, I want to remind you about the sponsors that make this show possible. They are Florida Door Solutions, the high school ball players, and their dedicated coaches that you hear on Blue Daughter Sports Central are supported by Florida Door Solutions. If you have garage door problems, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. By Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic. Proud to be voted best chiropractor once again for now 16 years in a row. And by Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Founded in Apopka in 1972, Community Health Centers of Central Florida have been serving the people of our Central Florida community with quality, affordable health care for now over 40 years. And now with 15 locations throughout Central Florida. Well, friends, now we're going to, several years ago, well, actually two years ago, 2019, uh, thanks to the help and assistance of Apopka Blue Rider great Sammy Smith, I was able to arrange an interview with Coach Bobby Bowden. Sammy sat in with me as co-host of that program, and we had a wonderful conversation with Coach Bowden, and who, of course, as you know, uh, has passed away in the past week or so. And, you know, had just a tremendous legacy, tremendous success as a head football coach in, in, at Florida State University. Um, and, and, of course, um, to the point where not only record setting, but, but just really a transformational success. And there were, we'll share some of those interviews with you uh, during this, uh, the second half of our show. But before we do, I want to just, when thinking about the, Having a chance to reflect on the career of Coach Bowden, there's so many different elements. There's so, as is the case with people who have extraordinary success in their lives uh, over over a long period of time. Um, and three things that we'll kind of address in these interviews are: one is the turnaround at FSU. Now, in fact, Coach Bowden had so much success, and he was at FSU for so long. That a lot of people, and I'd say there's probably a whole generation of people actually, even FSU fans, who don't realize the state of the football program at Florida State University when Bobby Bowden took over. Well, they had been uh, four and twenty-nine in the three in the three years immediately prior to Bobby Bowden taking over. Uh, they had an zero and eleven season, a one and ten season, and a three and eight in the three years immediately before Bobby Bowden uh, took over as head coach at FSU. Um, yeah. So, so we're going to talk to him in a few minutes about about that, about about just the process of coming in, um, you know, in, in, with a program in a shambles and 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 getting it going, 
laying a foundation and getting it turned around very quickly. Now, jump ahead a couple, a, a, a decade or more. Um, actually, it was only about a decade um, to the mid 1980s. Now, after Coach Bowden had gotten FSU turned around, um, you and, and they were doing well, um, but but not elite status. They embarked upon a, a period of of. 14 consecutive seasons starting in 1987 where FSU finished in the top five in the Associated Press poll for a record, you know, 14 consecutive seasons, 87 to the year 2000. Uh, Top five finishes, never been done before or since. And then another thing about about the life of Coach Bobby Bowden was the, the influence that he had on his players and in many cases, the relationships that he maintained with his players uh, throughout the rest of, of, of his life, uh, over, over decades. So those are three of the things about Coach Bobby Bowden's career that we're going to uh, hear about here in the next few minutes. And, of course, as you know, uh, there were many, many other elements to his success um, that we, we do not have the, the, the chance to, or the time to cover. But um, in just a moment, we're going to go to cut number one. And and what we're going to hear is, as I as I just talked about, Coach Bowden had so much success at FSU that it's easy to forget the state of the program when he took over as head coach for the 1976 season. Florida State had gone four and 29 in the three years immediately before Bobby Bowden took over. I asked Coach Bowden what it was like taking over a program in that state of disrepair, and what he did to turn the program around. Yeah, when when I when I came there, you know, uh, good jobs don't come open. Teams ten teams that win eleven games, they don't ever, they don't ever come open. It's those teams that have bad years that come open, and that's what happened in Florida State. They won three more, they won four games in the last three years. So they let the coach go, and then they hired me to, to take his place. I was a head coach at West Virginia University. And we were having a lot of success there. But Ann and I, it's kind of like Ann and I wanted to go home. Because our home was Florida, Alabama, and Georgia. That's where we were raised. So we went back home. I remember when I met with my ball team, my players, for the first time. The first time they got met me and the first time I met them, I told them. I said, look, you, y'all don't know how to win. You, I said, I do. I know how to win. You know, I was, I was kind of bluffing a little bit. You know I had to change their thinking. They, they all, they, the ones that stayed there, uh, went with it, and uh, then we began to recruit to good players. And we got where, you know, if you can get the best kids, if you can get some of the best kids in Florida, you can compete nationally. And we were able to do that. And uh, so, so as the years went by, we were beginning to get the Sammy Smiths. Sammy was the best back in the nation his last year in high school. And probably one of the best we ever had. We had some, we had some great runners at Florida State, and Sammy would be one of them. But he was he was big, strong, and fast, and a, and a good young man. And 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 when you start getting those good players, you start winning. And, and Coach, that kind of leads me right into the next question. It's one of the things, one of your many gifts uh, as as a head coach, were your gifts as a recruiter. You were know, known as one of the best college you know, football recruit, one of the top recruiters in college football, and of course that included. Uh, one of the major recruiting battles you won was was to get Sammy Smith, and as you said, most recruited back out of high school. In fact, you beat out Bo Schembechler of Michigan and Coach Vince Dooley at Georgia for Sammy. 
uh, can you yeah. give us some little some insights as to you know your, your recruiting style and, and maybe even if you if if you and Sammy maybe could share about his recruitment specifically? Yeah, well, you know, you have nine assistant coaches, and they go out and recruit. Now, the rules limited the head coach. He couldn't make but one visit to each player one time uh, off campus. And so but the, so the assistant coaches really do the hard work. They, they, they do the, they're in the trenches with them. You know what? And we had real good assistant coaches back in those days, and they did a good job of lining them up. Now, once, once the, the, then the last meeting, I would come in and try to sew it up, you know, and a lot of times the coaches would already have it sewed up, and that sure did help. But uh, the name of the game in, in any, any sport is whoever gets the best players going to win. It just, you know, occasionally we have upsets. We have upsets every Saturday to somebody. But usually, 90% of the time, the team of the best players are going to win. Coach Bobby Bowden, in an interview recorded in 2019 with the help of Blue Darter great Sammy Smith. Now we're going to go to another uh, brief cut and the background on that is, of course, once Coach Bobby Bowden got the FSU program turned around, started you know, starting with the 1987 season, he led FSU to a record-setting record of consistency. From 1987 to the year 2000, Florida State finished in the top five in the Associated Press poll, the final Associated Press poll, for a record 14 seasons, and that span included two national championships. It all started with the 1985 recruiting class, uh, the 1985 freshman class at FSU, which, of course, included Blue Darter great Sammy Smith. I asked Coach Bowden about that class and about the process of taking FSU to that elite level. Well, you're right. That, that, was, a, that was a year that started us on our way. Sammy Smith, I think Deion Sanders might have come, came, come in about that time, Odell Hagens who's coaching at Florida State right now, has coached there probably the last 15 or 20 years. We, we, we did get some outstanding players. Then, and then, it's, then, it start, then you start winning. Winning is contagious. Once you start winning, it kind of just keeps going. And the same thing's true about losing. Losing is contagious. You know, you get to losing, and all of a sudden you, you can't stop. And uh, but those were, those were, those were the years. That was the year that turned our program around. With and it was all built around getting quality players, not only good players, but good boys who were interested in getting an education and being good citizens. And of course, people like Pat Tomerl and Chip Ferguson, Peter Tom Willis were in that class as well. Sammy, can you address that recruiting class that you were a part of? Well, you you, you talked about recruiting earlier with Coach Bound and. Uh, I just thought about relationship, man. You know, when you build a relationship with, with coaches, even during that recruiting process, God has a way of giving you a feel for, man, this is where I want you to go. This is where you'll be significant. You know, this is where you can make a difference on a on a football team. And I can tell you as early as probably ninth grade, um, I started going up to uh, Bowden's football camp, Coach Bowden's football camp, and uh, man, just fell in love with Tallahassee, I fell in love with Coach Bowden and Coach Gladden and, you know, all the coaches there, you know, that were a part of that program. Uh, coach Sexton was my running back coach, um, and, and, and then, 
you know, you just get a feel and know that, man, this is where I'm supposed to be. And we like to claim that that 85 class was undoubtedly one of the, the greatest classes to come there. And you mentioned all the guys, Dion and Pat Tumble and all our great quarterbacks that we had. You know, we just feel like we were part of the, the catapult that uh, uh, started to take FSU in a different direction, man. And uh, we were excited about what was going on at that time. And, you know, man, we had some great, great years there with Florida State, went to some great bowl games. I don't think we ever lost a bowl game when we were there. We played in some, you know, Fiesta Bowl. I, I know my last game there was the, the 89 Sugar Bowl. And uh, to go to go there and beat Auburn was uh, significant for us. So, And, and, and you were the MVP of that Sugar Bowl. <laughs> yeah, Coach Bowden took his teams wherever he needed to go to uh, bring notoriety for Florida State, man. And, uh, you know, we took on all challenges and, and uh, it was a proud, proud time for FSU football, man. And I was so, so honored to be a part of that program and still love them today, still root for them today. And uh, hadn't met a man that's impacted my life more than my dad than Coach Bowden. Yeah, Sammy, during that time, we, we played in 14 straight bowls without a loss. Yes. That, that, was, kind of, that was kind of a record. You know what? Yes. Coach Bobby Bowden and Sammy Smith in an interview recorded in October of 2019 with Coach Bowden. Of course, Sammy Smith was our co-host on that program. Now, going further, and we're going to hear from one more uh, excerpt from that interview. And you know, one of the, finally, one of the things that characterized Coach Bobby Bowden's life and coaching was the impact he had on the lives of his players. In this segment, we hear FSU great and Apopka Blue Darter great Sammy Smith talk about the impact that Coach Bowden had on his life. Well, I tell you, one of the the things I always say I was fortunate to have Coach Bowden was a great coach and a great mentor. Um, I think, you know, outside of, like I said, my dad and, you know, my relationship with God, man, you gave me what I would need from a mentor and from a friend standpoint and from a coach that uh, I would be able to draw back on at a time in my life when I really needed it, man. And uh, for that, I'm ever grateful to you for. And uh, you said something to me many years ago, and I still use it. I use it all the time. Uh, Some people ask me what's the, you know, the most influential thing that a coach has ever told you. And, Coach, you told me one time, and I, you even told me that before I came here to take this job at Ole Miss working with their football team. You said God is not concerned with your ability. He's concerned with your availability. That's and right. That's, what, uh, that's, that's kind of stayed with me, and I've tried to make myself available whenever the opportunity presents itself to be able to share the gospel. So I'm, I'm thankful for you for that. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that because I, I speak on that a lot about being available. That, mm-hmm. that if we just be av- if, we, if we make ourselves available, God will use us, and He'll yeah. do great things. We we, yeah. we might not be capable of doing great things, but if we just make ourselves available, God will make great things happen. And He's done yeah. that with Sammy. I mean, I I didn't know Sammy was going to go FCA and 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 commit himself full time to that. But I'm so thankful he did, because I can't think of a greater profession than a fellowship an athletes. And uh, it's a hard, it's a tough, it's a tough profession, because you have to raise your own money. And that's yeah. tough, boy. You know what? 
and yes. uh, I'm so happy that Sam is there. I'm so happy he's he's happy, and all his family is happy, and uh, I'm sure he's I'm sure he means a lot to their program. FSU legend Sammy Smith, Coach Bobby Bowden, thank you for sharing. You, you, Sammy talked about relationships, and I know that one of the great things about sports are the relationships we build. And thank for both of you for sharing with our listeners an example of just a wonderful relationship that started when Sammy was a highly recruited high school ball player and remains today, now 30-plus years um, after that. Now you're, a, you're friends as adults, and, um, and you, you know, it's a relationship and a friendship that's remained through ups and downs. And thank you for sharing with me and with our listeners uh, you know, th- that, that wonderful relationship. I appreciate it, and it's a pleasure to talk to you and Sammy. And I want to finish by saying I love Sammy. Coach Bobby Bowden and Blue Darter and FSU great Sammy Smith. And wonderful to be able to share that with you. We're going to go to a quick break right now. We'll come back with our final segment of Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. you know that your garage door can get the blues? Oh yeah, it can get down in the dumps, rattling, sticking. Sometimes it'll open for you, sometimes it won't. When your garage door and garage door opener get the blues, it's time to call Florida Door Solutions. They fix, repair, replace, install, create, design, and upgrade garage doors and garage door openers. You know, garage doors don't like the blues, and neither do you. Call Florida Door Solutions at 866-FLA-DOOR or online at FLADOOR.com. They can upgrade your garage door with the latest state-of-the-art system from LiftMaster with the exclusive gateway accessory. They've got the best products in the business from Clope, Overhead Door, LiftMaster, and more. And Florida Door Solutions has a reputation for doing the job right the first time. Get rid of those garage door blues. Home or business with Florida Door Solutions. Call them today at 866-FLA-DOOR or take a tour online at FLADOOR.com. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Hi, this is Dennis Prager. I appreciate you listening to my show. Sebastian Gorka here. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. I'm excited to let you know how we can meet face-to-face. Meet your favorite program host and the Terrific Talkers VIP experience. Go to TheAnswerOrlando.com slash talker. TheAnswerOrlando.com slash talker. Hey, Central Florida, check out this latest special from Blue Book Service. As you pay only $159 per axle for brake pads and labor. It doesn't include if you need rotors or other brake parts, but you still get our low labor rate. Blue Book Service Center, we're saving you money. Make your appointment now at bluebookcars.com or call 407-321-0741. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. Roger Franklin Williams. Friends, it's great to be with you on a wonderful Friday evening. Hope you're enjoying the program. First of all, it was great and an honor to have Chris Hart sit in with us for the first half of our show. And then it was, I uh, hope you really enjoyed those uh, interviews that we 
just played the excerpts from the interviews that uh, we had with Coach Bobby Bowden and Blue Darter great and FSU great Sammy Smith, which was recorded back in October of 2019. And I think that, you know, just by listening to those conversations, you kind of really get a, a grasp of why Coach Bowden was so successful in, in a variety of different ways. And you got you also get insight into his, his philosophy uh, uh, to the nuts and bolts uh, ways that he was able to First of all, build the FSU program and then take it to elite status, which included two national championships and recruiting just some of the most outstanding players in, in college football over that period. And, of course, one of those was our own Apopka Blue Rider alumni, Sammy Smith. Um, it, but before we go further, and we just kind of you know, talk about a few general things before we wrap things up, I do want to let you know, remind you, that we will uh, segue into – a popular Blue Darter football starting next Friday night on Friday evenings, and the Blue Darters will open um, their season with the annual preseason classic game, and those preseason class- classics will be played by pretty much every team in the state next Friday night. Ours is at home versus visiting Deland Bulldogs, and then two weeks from tonight, the official regular season opener as we travel to Colonial High School to take on Coach Donnie Hodges' Grenadiers. But right now, I want to acknowledge this very special event. And, you know, our friend and colleague and, and producer, Jeff Sinus, is, is celebrating his 18th year here at our stations uh, right here at WRL and WTLN. And, Jeff, let me say congratulations to you. And uh, you know, that, that's a huge achievement. And thank you for all the help you've given me personally for all these years. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, my, uh, my pleasure. Much appreciated. And, you know, you've been such a help not only to me personally in a variety of different ways on a variety of different shows um, and then off the air as well, but also to, to Chris. And I know what a big part you are of, of the American Adversaries program. Yeah, that's that's my pleasure as well. And, of Thank course, you. working with Coach, uh, excuse me, with um, uh, Pat Williams uh, on his outstanding programs. There's another one. <laughs> Thank you. What are uh, is there a particular highlight or memory that you have that you might uh, want to share with us over your eighteen years here? Well, off the bat, I would have to think long and hard as far as uh, you know trying to come up with the. <laughs> you don't want to put Ooh, you on the spot, but um, I I know there are a lot of memorable things that happen. Good I'll, and bad. I'll need a moment. Uh, sure. I'll get back to you on that. Okay, one. okay, and then then there's some things that we we know about uh, along the years. We probably don't want to want to share with our uh, with our listeners on the air as well. <laughs> Thankfully, there's been a, f- a very few of those, but um, more more good things than uh, than bad. I would I would say. Yeah, certainly. I mean, I don't mean regarding you personally, but just some of the yeah, you know, shall we say some of the things we've witnessed from our, our colleagues over the years. Shall uh, yes. we say? <laughs> That's, that, I could I, I would say that, but um. You know, uh, without getting go, going to the particulars or you know details or anything, um, thankfully the uh, the good outweighs the bad. I'll I'll say that. Yes, that's, that's a good point. Just just leave it there. And well, you're a huge part of of everybody's life here and our professional life here. And uh, we really appreciate it, uh, everything you do and and what you do is in, in most most cases a, a thankless thankless job. But but you do it do it very well, and especially with a, with a wonderful attitude. Yeah, th- well, thank you very much. Uh, you know, I, I could say that uh, definitely God is good all the time. And, uh, yeah, th- uh, as as he said, you know, I, I remember seeing a quote that said that, um, you know, it's because the uh, fire inside me burns brighter than the fire around me. So that's uh, one other way to put it. Oh, that's, that's a wonderful philosophy and, and, and so true. Tr- tremendous wisdom. 
but um, I mean, here's one highlight. Uh, I just remembered uh, during the uh, uh, 2020 election, uh, the very first time I've ever spoke to a head of state was uh, former Vice President Mike Pence uh, before he went on with the American adversaries on election day, and it was just a couple hours um, before that that I I voted for. <laughs> that that's pretty exciting stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, that was uh, that. That's uh, one uh, example. I remember you were just asking, you know, what was there any uh, highlights? That's that's one of the highlights. There's there's many other highlights as well. We're working with Pat Williams. That's another one. And I uh, just remember there was this other show. It was called the the Wake Up with Doug Case uh, show. That was one of the shows I really had fun with um, over the years. No, that's great. Well, thanks for sharing a little bit about uh, just a little of, of your 18 years here and, and, and the great job that, that you do on, on a very daily basis. You know, well, some of the <laughs> some of the songs that I can't just get uh, you know stop from playing in the back of my mind is like you know Five for Fighting, uh, you know Hundred Years, and also um, you know Vanessa Williams. Oh, oh, how the years go by. So um, you know, as we're talking about this, that's what's uh, playing in the back of my mind. I can't stop it from playing. <laughs> I guess one of the downsides of the job, one of the the, the job the job hazards there. Um, well, friends, we've been, it's been great to be with you tonight. Thank you for joining us on Blue Darter Sports Central. Once again, I want to remind you, we will shift into a pop to Blue Darter High School football next Friday night at the preseason game, coming to you from Roger Williams Field on the campus of Apopka High School versus the visiting Deland Bulldogs. And then, of course, as I just said a minute ago, we travel on the road to Colonial for the preseason, for the actual season opener on the 27th. I want to give a shout-out to our sponsors. And before we sign off, I'll give a shout-out to our sponsors of our football broadcast and give you a little bit of heads-up on them. And, of course, they include, of course, Florida Door Solutions, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, but also Community Health Centers of Central Florida, Porky's, One Florida Bank, Central Florida Audiology, and Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. Those people will make those broadcasts possible. And um, before we sign off, I want to let you know it's been great to be with you tonight. And we have, once again, uh, coming up, we've got a great lineup on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9. The answer, of course, Carl Jackson, Charlie Kirk included. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. A wonderful Friday night, and we'll catch up with you next Friday night at 7 p.m. with a pop Blue Darter football. Have a great day. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. News, opinion, passion. AM 950 and FM 94.9. The answer. W-O-R-L. Orlando. It's 8 o- Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.